Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast and webinar series. I'm Lauren Sweeney. I'm the vice president here at Rise Up For You, and I'm your host today. Today, we're going to talk about somebody who has a lot of tenacity and grit and who's really created an incredible business. So if you're here for a mindset shift in the new year, 2023, you're in the right place. Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Well, welcome to the show today. Our special guest, VK as they call him in Hollywood, but is Krishna and he's really an entrepreneur. He's a TEDx speaker as our CEO Netta is, a three-time Amazon best-selling author. And really his passion is digital marketing and successfully creating entrepreneurship at various levels. He actually moved from India to Canada and made this land his home. So with too much, two months of expenses in hand, he started his journey. However, his marketing agency background came from working in England as he saw an opportunity in the Canadian market. He founded a digital marketing agency, ROI Media Works, and worked directly with 120 clients in the last 10 years, creating $80 million, my friends, in combined lead volume to its clients. Krishna's experience also includes some Fortune 500 companies in the last 15 years, and his efforts allowed him to receive the prestigious Entrepreneur of the Year Award from the local Chamber of Commerce and three Keystone Awards, including a gold from Canadian Home Builders Association, Central Interior for its agency's work with clients in the construction industry. He's also the recipient of a Quilly Award in Hollywood, an XB Award, and an Emmy Award Bronze for the documentary the Jay Abram story. He's an executive producer on the film Dreamer and documentary to inspire people, which did release during COVID-19 and attracted 10,000 viewers. And it was nominated for four Emmy regional awards. Well, it's such a treat to have Krishna on our podcast today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Laura. That was such a wonderful introduction. It's my pleasure. So you know, you you built this amazing business, and we have a lot of entrepreneurs and leaders that listen to our show. And today, you're sort of seen as they call you the mindset monk, if you will. <laughs> you know, how did you build such a strong mindset? I'm guessing it was not always from things going perfectly. You know, it's all about the perseverance and tenacity. And I think... Um, you, you can look at the life in two different ways, right? Like growing up in India, uh, you know, the basics necessities wasn't there. And you see it on Bollywood films or you hear about everybody's like moving abroad and to have a better living, right? And <clears throat> the two choices, basically you curse about it and my life sucks and I can't do anything. Or you can tell yourself that I'm gonna change this myself and there would be many hurdles, including your own family and, you know, their beliefs come in the way. So it, it becomes a challenging, but I think rising about for every single situation in life, eventually your mind tunes into facing these issues or not even like 
afraid of something could go wrong, right? So that's kind of like your thinking will shift and your brain patterns will develop in a different way. So that gives you the complete freedom in terms of what you want to do in your life and make those choices for not just for yourself, for the betterment of your you know, community and the humanity. Absolutely. Now, as you built your business, what were the things, was it as easy as you thought? Was it harder than you thought <laughs> as you built your digital marketing agency? It's easy. It's <laughs> easy. That's what everybody says. <laughs> no, not really. Like nobody told me it's easy to be an entrepreneur. I mean, I was just a digital marketer and programmer at an agency. But I think when I saw the opportunity, I mean, I always wanted to be uh, an entrepreneur and be my own boss, like whether, you know, being a CEO at a multinational company or even my own startup. I think what really prompted me on entrepreneurship is uh, having that freedom for my family with my children and do the things on my own terms. Um, and of course, there is, you know, motivation for money. We still have to pay the bills. And then you you learn a lot of things and then you realize that you have everything now what, right? Like, you know, and that's when you realize your commitment to the community and other things that you want to do in life. Uh, and, you know, the t simple answer is it's not easy. It's not for everybody. But somehow I see it. We are all built for entrepreneurship. Uh, I, I use this with my clients all the time. Like, did you ever negotiate with your parents when you're growing up? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we're all good negotiators. And I think through those negotiations, we get to see good and bad and try to climb what we want. And again, it's just a choice, right? Like a lot of people are not comfortable to give up like 95 job and just get that money deposited. That's okay. But there are people who wants to have that freedom, who wants to make more money in short term and then want to retire early. And I think this is where the entrepreneurship really gives you that opportunity. Absolutely. So today, did you sell that marketing company then? No, I'm still the CEO and I still manage day-to-day uh, -day operations. You know, COVID changed a lot of things. So I had to go back and step in where I needed, uh, yeah. which is fine. Uh, and I had two other startups, which were early stage exits, basically. Uh, so I think I learned a lot, you know, I think with COVID, Everybody went through just kind of a, a downside curve and trying to figure out how to survive. Absolutely. And today, then you also do mindset coaching, supporting people. Would you say that mostly you're working with entrepreneurs? Um, I shouldn't say entrepreneurs. I mean, um, people reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram looking at like the stories I put out or the posts. Uh, they're raw and vulnerable. And some people even you know, mentioned to me, uh, you know, you're just too authentic and sometimes it's not good for you. And I'm like, that. that's okay. I don't think for leaders, there's no hiding anymore. And how many times you, you know, being a CEO, you go home and cry because you couldn't find a solution, but make yourself human and then people see it as you are. So, which is okay. Right. And I think those are the things contributing to that mental health issues and whatnot. So, when they reach out, it's mostly people going through breakups or uh, like, you know, parents that needed help with some confidence for their children. Like, can you work with my kid? And and I think 80% of them are like going through stress, anxiety, midlife crisis. Um, and there is always that moment of 
what do I need to do? I'm in my 40s and the life that I'm looking at is not what I wanted or I'm not happy in what I'm in right now. Uh, and, and these are the type of people that come to me. And obviously I do make a connection uh, between how we conduct ourselves with our core values and how that transpires into our business. Uh, I mean, it's you, you, you're the CEO, you're the manager. And when you are doing well mentally, physically, emotionally, then you go to work and people see that energy and your team works with you. And, you know, if you're going through midlife crisis, people see that too, right? Uh, and, and, you know, we show those emotions irrespective of whether we're trying to control it or, <laughs> or not. Absolutely. Well, today we hear so much about burnout or quiet quitting with employees. And so have, having that self-awareness, I think it goes back to our emotional intelligence to know, uh, do I have more capacity to give in this moment to build a business, to create a side hustle if I'm already working for a company? Or you know, do I need to rein it back in? And maybe right now is not a great time. So I think a lot of us lost a lot of that key self-awareness, especially over the last few years. And now it's time for us to kind of regain that and go, okay, thank you for thinking of me right now. I'm at capacity. Yeah. Like just, just saying no to things, right? Like, you know, it was hard for me. I, I'm kind of like say yes to things all the time, for but sure. definitely <laughs> start learning to set up, um, you know, stronger boundaries. And this is not something I had to deal with it and nothing to do with me. Um, and I think that helped me to reevaluate my time and my commitments and get more focused on what I need in my life. And this is where the self-care piece is huge, right? Whether you're working for somebody or an entrepreneur, um, we always need that mental piece, like, you know, disconnect and think through the day and think through your long-term goals. And if you're going through a crisis, like, you know, finding professionals to talk about it and address those trauma issues, right? And I think nobody likes to live um, a stressful life. And no. we all go through some kind of midlife crisis, whether it's, uh, you know, family death or children moving out or mm -hmm. even like small, small burnouts that led into like a big fire. So there could be many reasons, but we all go through it by recognizing those patterns and say, okay, you know, I know I suck at certain things, which is okay, Yeah. but I need to pull myself out of this. For sure. I was talking with a group of executives earlier today, and we were talking about boundaries and saying yes and being <clears throat> people pleaser. And we talked about it's related to confidence. So our confidence mm -hmm. has us, you know, maybe not set that as great of a boundary or that kind of thing. And so how do we increase it so we have more clarity? Yeah, the, the clarity, like short-term goals and long-term goals, right? And, and I think we all people pleasers at some point in life because we want to uh, get into that group at school or we want to be recognized, uh, you know, at work. And you know, this is um, where that, you know, boys club <laughs> mindset happens for certain people, but it's not healthy. And I think, you know, you got to look at yourself and be confident that you only have the right people in your life. And, and it's not like having 1500 Facebook friends doesn't mean anything. The same goes in a workplace environment. Like, you know, all you need to know is your core team and make sure that you're uh, driving the team forward and you're going with them, right? 
Absolutely. So what would you say to somebody listening who is struggling to really either be a better leader or create the business they've always been hoping for? And I know you come from that digital marketing space. So where would you say it's either from a people perspective or a tech ads perspective, where would you say is the best place for someone to start if they're feeling stuck and they want to grow? I always recommend start at personal level. Like if you don't have that right mindset, you can't see the things clearly. And I think the important piece is how do you shut your mind? You know, it's like your mind has a continuous chatter that talks about the logicality of the things and the analyticals of the things and the numbers. When you think from that, most of the time people don't use their heart and say, this is what's important to me from my heart point of view. And okay, the brain says it doesn't make sense, but how do you manage both and where you meet in the middle? So you're making progress, but also you're happy and joyful. So if somebody's going through, you know, a, a dilemma in terms of where do I go next? Always tell them, disconnect from everything. Disconnect, mm. take a day away, do the thing that you want to do. Like, you know, go taking that surfboard out or go for a hike or go for a bike ride or even just take the kids out. Absolutely. Cut down from all the technology. What does that do is basically you're kind of trying to minimize all the chatter for that day. And then when you go to bed after meditation that night, usually, you know, I don't know if anybody figured this out yet, but, you know, the brain has the capacity to organize things as they need it. And then you forget certain things and most important things will surface. And then you do find solutions often, you know, when you're in the bathtub or when you're sleeping or when you're waking up in the early hours. So try to activate that subconscious mind and it doesn't come easily. So uh, when you're disconnected, uh, you know, go for a workout, make your, body like physically tired in the sense that your mind is working on your body and resonating mm -hmm. then going to a meditation or then going to yoga which often kind of triggers that subconscious mind to control the mind absolutely we love to kind of you know go on a sabbatical like go into a hotel for a day or two and take that time to build that self-awareness and self-management and reflect I also like to do at the end of an evening, like an energy check, which meetings during the day are like a thumbs up, right? I'm a thinker versus a feeler. So I'm like, all right, these things really added value to me today. And these things didn't go so well. And maybe it didn't go so well because something I did, maybe it was external. But then if you look back and do a calendar audit throughout the month, throughout the year, the quarter, you can say, ah, oh, yeah, when Christian and I met on that podcast, that was great right? That built up my energy. Or you know what, that networking event, maybe that wasn't such a great use of my energy. And then you were like having more self-awareness and checking in with ourselves. Yeah, you had to do it often, like even for self-motivation too, right? Like we all have a reason why we want to be an entrepreneur or why we became an entrepreneur. And it gets difficult when you're scaling the business or when you're losing clients or with COVID or when you're building the team. So there could be many reasons. Uh, what I often use is go back, look at the pictures from like 12 years ago that shows like my team and, you know, all these recognitions and that kind of changes that mindset. Like, you know, there's a reason why you started and, you know, you can actually print it out, put it out, you know, on your desk too. 
And those reminders has to happen because, you know, after three days, like we forget 90% of what we did three days ago, unless you really write it down or it's in front of you. Absolutely. Well, let's talk with people how they can connect with you, Krishna, and if they want to find out more about what you do. So I know that you love LinkedIn and so do we. That's one of our favorite platforms. So if you're watching us on YouTube, it is on the screen. If you're listening, it will be in the show notes, but you can also go to Krishna's LinkedIn and his name is spelled out VK and then it's L-A-K-K-I-N-E-N-I. And what are some of your favorite ways for people to connect with you or what would be something you would love for people to ask you about? Anything related to mindset or even just, uh, you know, if they're starting a business over, I need help with looking at the business plan. Uh, and I'm on like, you know, a couple of nonprofit boards. So it's just kind of depends on day to day. Um, there's no right or wrong question here. It's just about reaching out and, you know, the person has to resonate with you when you're reaching out, right? There is some commonalities and like, you know, the belief that I can get some help from Krishna, right? Uh, and, you know, I'm VK Lucky Nanny uh, on all platforms. So whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, um, you can always reach out to me. This is great. Well, Krishna, we'd love to ask kind of a closing question. And that is, what does Rise Up for you mean to you? Rise up. Um, I always see it as like a rise about, right? <laughs> I mean, just the, the simplest way to uh, put it is um, get out of the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like the nine to five, the societal expectations, and you are living by somebody else's terms. But how do you recognize what's important to you and how do you create your own terms for your life and your family and living that life authentically? And I think that's best way to see or, or even say, you know, I rise up, I rise about certain things that's not relevant to me and I living that authentic life. Absolutely. That authenticity and being in alignment with your values and what it is that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you being on today. Congratulations on all of your success. And we look forward to connecting more. Thank you, Lauren. I appreciate you having me. Great conversations. Absolutely. Uh, such good conversations. We want to make sure here at Rise Up For You, you have our free success kit. It is chock full of videos and workbooks and a free coaching call, all to help you start 2023 off on the right foot. Go to riseupforyou.com slash success kit or text RISE podcast to 949-416-0671. Until our next podcast, Rise Up For You.